it appears that acceptance in society has become very subjective. If you don't agree, you just get canceled. If you don't comply, you're shamed and marginalized. Feelings of acceptance without compromising are a thing of the past. Join me this week as I talk about, is there any acceptance anywhere? Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Fortunately for us as followers of Jesus, we can live above what my friend Betsy calls the snake line. The snake line is that place where what is going on around us doesn't affect us. I want to encourage you this week as I share how that is possible with Jesus. Neil Anderson in Victory Over the Darkness says this, acceptance was replaced by rejection, therefore we have a need to belong. Knowing your identity as a child of God is essential to a walk of freedom and victory in Christ. We are going to be talking about the power of our identity in Christ over these next three weeks. It is in walking in our true identity that we find the peace and joy that God promises his children. We must go back and revisit what exactly happened to us when Adam and Eve gave in to sin in the Garden of Eden if we're to recover from its effects in our personal lives. God created each one of us with a need for belonging, both to him and to one another. But instead of feeling like we belong, we fight feelings of rejection that bombard us moment by moment by those we love and meet. The only way to have a healthy relationship with anyone else is to first have a healthy relationship with God. It is out of this relationship that all other relationships flow. Also, looking for acceptance in people will leave us feeling rejection at levels that can be hard to bear at times. All this week at Raising Kids on Your Knees, we're going to be praying for our kids and talking about what the Bible says about how we are accepted as a child of God. Meditating on the truths of the Bible and choosing to believe them is the beginning of unraveling the effects of sin that happened in the Garden of Eden. If you're not a member of our Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, won't you go over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe and become a part of prayer warriors all around the world who are praying for their children on a daily basis. I'll leave a link for that in the show notes. If you have children who have received Christ as their Savior, it is essential that you disciple them in these principles of identity. When our children know who they are in Christ, it will give them the tools they need to walk in freedom and victory in Christ. The first thing I want to share with you is this. We have the right to become children of God. But do we really believe that? John 1.12 says this, But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. One of the consequences of the fall of mankind in the Garden of Eden was the feelings of rejection that bombard us to this very day. 
The reason you feel so rejected so deeply is because God created you and me with a deep need for belonging and acceptance both to him and to one another. Constantly looking for that belonging and acceptance from others without first being completely rooted in God's acceptance for you will leave you thrashing from person to person looking for the proverbial pat on the back. When you believe in Jesus and accept him, you have the just and legal permission, privilege, or authority to be his child. You are fully and completely accepted by him never to be rejected by him. He will never leave you or forsake you. You are his child and you belong to him. Until you fully understand you are accepted and belong to God, you will struggle harder with rejection than you need to. The second thing I want to share with you is that when we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are one with him. 1 Corinthians 6.17 assures us of this, but to the person who is joined to the Lord is one in spirit with him. Have you ever had a relationship with someone that was so close that you could finish each other's sentences? You know what? Jesus wants to have a relationship with you that is closer than that. And according to the Bible, you are one in spirit with him. So why do we struggle so much with not feeling like we are what the Bible says we are? One in spirit with him. First, I believe we simply don't believe it. Unbelief is what kept a whole generation of people from enjoying the promised land. And unbelief is what keeps you and me from enjoying fully the feelings of acceptance and belonging we have in Christ. And second, we don't take the time. Relationships take work and your relationship with Jesus will take a daily commitment to grow closer and stronger. The closer you walk with him in obedience, the more feelings of acceptance and belonging to him will grow. Did you know that God created us with a people-shaped void that he will not fill himself? First Corinthians reminds us of this. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is part of it. It's true. There is a God-shaped void in all of us that can only be filled by God himself. However, God made it very clear that he has created each one of us with a void for relationship with one another that he won't fill. Think about it. He said it was not good for man to be alone. I don't know about you, but when I first realized this truth, it set me free to engage in the relationships God has placed in my life. It was so freeing for me. But the relationships we have with one another, they're going to be hard if we don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Our place of belonging and acceptance has to come from who we are in Christ. When our relationship with Jesus is growing and thriving, then our relationships with one another grow and thrive as well. It is simply the way God created it to work. How many times have you said or heard, I'm a sinner saved by grace? Although we have been saved by grace, once we become a follower of Jesus, we are now referred to as a saint. Look at how Paul addresses the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 1.1. He says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints, which are in Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Did you know that believers are never referred to as sinners in the New Testament? 
only those who had not yet become believers are referred to as sinners. As a believer in Jesus, you are considered a saint redeemed by God's grace. However, if you're still walking around believing you're a sinner, guess what you're going to do? You will sin. If you believe what the word says about you as a saint, you will act accordingly because we simply cannot act contrary to what we believe about ourselves. Believing what the Bible says is true about you will make all the difference in how you see yourself. And here's the last thing I want to share with you about God's acceptance of you. We lived in spiritual darkness before Jesus, but we are rescued from spiritual darkness in Jesus. Colossians 1.14 confirms this good news. It says, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Darkness is partial or total absence of light, according to the dictionary. Have you ever thought about what spiritual darkness is? Spiritual darkness is living separated from God. Without the life of the Holy Spirit living within you, you're a living in spiritual darkness. Spiritual darkness is like walking around at night in a cave without any light at all. That's how dark it is. You can't see where you're going or what obstacles are around the corner. And worse yet, you can't understand or discern the things of God. God loves you so much. He came to rescue you from spiritual darkness and transfer you into his kingdom, which is light. When you are walking in the kingdom of light, your spiritual eyes can see what's up ahead and just around the corner. We are living in a spiritually dead, dark world. It is God's light that helps us navigate through it. You are completely forgiven and redeemed by Jesus and rescued from the darkness. I personally believe that one of the biggest things that keeps us from walking in victory on a day-to-day basis is not understanding and believing who we are in Christ and our true identity. As you allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you this week, kick unbelief to the curb and boldly walk in the truth of who you are as a child of God. You are fully accepted. Yes, there is full acceptance in this world through God. If you would like to know more on how to receive Jesus as your Savior and your Lord and begin walking in that light, go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and get more information. You can click on the Salvation tab. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend today. Lord, I lift them up before you and I ask that, Lord Jesus, you would grant them the the desire and the courage to walk in who you say we are, to receive that full acceptance of who we are as your child, that you love us. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing that can separate us from your love. We are fully and completely accepted by you. I give you thanks and praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.